0: Jack Whitehall, welcome to the Hometime Show on Absolute Radio. It's brilliant to have you on. Hello, thank you very much for having me on. Isn't he a good colour? He looks a good colour, Richard. Yeah, Just look I've a Been good in colour. Ibiza. We do. Have you been in Ibiza? Yeah. <laughs> have you?
1: Yeah. Doing research for my tour. Yeah, right. <laughs> I have. I have. I like going to Ibiza,
0: and it's a very good place to write. But it's come back as being like Ibiza's come back as being kind of quite a nice holiday place because people always used to think it was, it was like very like civilised nightclubbing and stuff. Were you in like Manumission and stuff like that? No. Paying eight quid for a bottle of water, Jack. No. <laughs> I was in lovely fine dining establishment
1: and restaurants and beaches. Oh, really? Yes. And that, you know, I'm a very
2: sophisticated It feels like, like a
0: travel makeup. Makeup. this. I must give yeah. it a yeah. Yeah. It's what not what say? I thought
2: it was. The name
0: of that place, the hotel again. Jack, <laughs> yeah. we'll write it down. Uh, Jack, obviously, uh, it, you know, exciting times. You were counting down to your brand new stood-up tour. I was, lots of venues uh, uh, ending in, in January. I was just looking on my phone to scroll through. You put in the hours, don't you, you comedians, when you do a tour. It's a lot of gigs. How do you prepare for this? Obviously, going to Ibiza is one part yes. of it. Do there's, you, a lot, there's
1: a big stand. Up circuit out there as
0: well. <laughs> you can go and do a lot of shows in uh, in Ibiza, um,
1: but no, I, I yeah I do I, I do uh, club gigs for months and months and months, like building up routines and and little bits, and then you uh, I'll go into like smaller theatres and, and run the show a few times, and then I do a theatre tour and then I do an arena tour. Wow. And uh, yeah, it is quite relentless, but that's the way I I, I like working like that. And when I've got a sh- a tour
0: show, I just want to do it as many times as possible, and I wanna I wanna be on the road and I wanna be going out every. Night. Uh, physically do you do anything is there any form of like to get a trainer in to get, you know make sure that you are taking echinacea and you're not going to get ill halfway through it and stuff do you do yeah, anything like that I don't really but I definitely should I should definitely do that I should do like vocal warm ups I don't do any of those so You need I a tonic have you ever had a tonic before A tonic Metatonic with gin <laughs> <laughs> no, no 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 like a proper you get it my mum used to give it to us when we were kids it's like an orange syrupy thing you have on a spoon yeah, uh, and you have it when you're feeling a bit low, and it perks you up. I don't know if there's any medicinal. Oh bottles. no! Now
1: you can get you you can get uh,
0: people to come and
2: inject
1: things into your bottom body. Uh, body injections.
2: You, <laughs> I think Jack's taking care of the well-being part of things yeah. Yeah, with yeah, the IV right. visit yeah. beforehand. yeah. IV going. drips.
1: You can do IV. Yeah. You can do IV drips. You can get vitamin shots. They you, sound like comedy You can get a guy mostly. to come round and just slap <laughs> you in the face. <laughs> <laughs> it's a slightly less medical approach, but it really does the
0: trick. Have some of that. Go on. Go on yes go on Jack I love it I love the fact you're getting in training for this that's the way to do it
1: yeah well I am quite a physical performer as well I really do like to um, kind of throw myself around the stage and uh, put on uh, as much of a show as I can so um, it is quite a physical performance when I do it it's not just a man sat at
2: a mic do you do you actually find that you thrive off having that live audience there reacting to you? Because even, like, with when you think about your, your Brit Awards stuff yeah. and uh, you think of A League of Their Own and all that yeah. kind of stuff, you've got that audience there all the time. Is that something that you, you feel that you sort of drink off?
1: Yeah, definitely. And I think the difference with this to the Brits or League of Their Own is that with this I'm, like, totally in control and I can go in any direction that I want. And there's no edit, there's no censorship, It's just you and the audience, and there's something very pure about that. Um, And it's so immediate. You can think of a joke...
0: You know five minutes before you go on mm. and then you can go on and you can do it and and then it's there i read that your great yarmouth gags went down a treat when you were playing in the in the norwich type yeah area. they did do you they... but you do in bespoke for each area you're going to yeah yeah i try to i try to um to ask around
1: at the venues and talk to people and and bring in like some some kind of local uh references and things like that and then if i'm you know when i'm doing the gigs in scotland i'll change the show quite a bit and try to to like Just tweak it for that audience, and and I think that's an important part of it. And the more you tour and the more you're on the road and the more you know about the places that
2: you're going to, the better you get at doing that. But if you're... okay, so you're you're, you're trying to find those little local characters, the local observations and all that kind of stuff. If, say, for example, though, the uniformity of a tour, if you had to stay in a chain hotel and you had to visit the same chain restaurant every night of your tour what would it be? My Maison Nando's. <laughs> <laughs> he thought about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instant, in, <laughs> instant. Like, instant like, Before you'd
0: even finish the question, <laughs> My Maison Nando's. It's like, I mean, what is it about Nando's? People love it, don't they? Uh, it's because
1: it? it has the air of being not terrible for you, even though I'm, I haven't really looked into um the health benefits of a nando's but i don't suspect they're quite as good as one thinks but it doesn't feel like you're doing something bad
0: do you have the same order every single time you go in there no i mix it up so mix you haven't up. got
1: a go to no, jack whitehall no, no, no. and that's the other great thing. Of
0: heat of chicken
1: no 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 i'll change that up i'll change oh, really? up my size maverick yeah i mean yeah, I'm an, i am a real maverick and it's also great because it's the one it's in every city in every town in england so you know that there'll be a nando's there and you, you can rely on nando's
0: but i mean richie mentioned the hotel side of things obviously that's gonna be a big part of going on tour uh, I think we think you can tell a lot about someone by the first thing they do when they get into a new hotel room. What do you do when you, you first set foot into the Steal hotel the hair dryer. room? Steal the hairdryer. Do you take it?
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You've got to get it early Because then they can't blame you You can they blame it on the person That was staying there Before you got there <laughs> They started wiring them just in Just call down straight away Where's the hairdryer I've been putting it room With no hairdryer That's the key Some people think Wait to the end No yeah. Just do it from the minute You set foot in that room Just call down and say There's no hairdryer Or trouser press Or curtains Yeah And why? Well because they're
0: all in the bag And they're ready to go It's a good cover story By looking like you complain Why would I complain If I'm the one who's nicked it? Exactly No I'm going to do that next time uh, I actually bought you a gift <laughs> Yeah. It's a miniature shampoo. <laughs> uh, your relationship with your your dad Michael is superb. Uh, not everyone, I guess, has got such a good relationship with their old fellow. Do you think you're quite lucky to have such a good relationship, you two?
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, he is the probably the reason that I ended up going into comedy because I was always, you know, he was always a very humorous person when I was growing up, and I watched him kind of, you know, be the funniest person in the room, and thought I want to be that when I'm older. And I'll show you. I'll show you yeah I'm going to do it professionally (laughs) (laughs) and so yeah I have a very good relationship with him and it's lovely to work with him and uh, and then (laughs) and then sort of you know we have the kind of love-hate relationship on that show and we bicker a lot and We travel around the world, and also the great thing about it is because I'm away with him and I'm in these far-flung places, and we're doing all those crazy things. It's a great source of material. Because previously it's quite hard to when you're just working and you're just going away and you're doing a film or you're going and doing a TV show, it's quite hard to get material because you need to live life a bit. And the great thing about doing that show with my dad is I'm in these crazy situations (laughs) and I'm with him, and it's a great source of material. (laughs) And I genuinely don't think I would be doing a stand-up show now had it not been for the fact that I've been travelling with him for three years, and it's just such a great mm.
0: op- Would, mind thing to mine for. Do you do you find that you're turning into your dad a little bit as you're getting older? Because yeah. you, you do have sometimes those phrases. Like, I mean, I'll say, I said to um, my daughter the other night, I couldn't hear myself think. Yeah. And that's exactly what my, my dad used to say to me and my brother when we were playing up when we were kids. Do you, do, you, do you feel yourself turning into your dad a little bit? Yeah, definitely. Definitely like
1: elements of his character sort of creeping into my um per- persona and 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 worrying about it um and <laughs> trying to just be aware of it and to and to stop it um uh but yeah definitely i think i don't know i think i'll uh, there's enough of my mother's influence to make sure that I don't <laughs> turn into that. <laughs> um,
2: a couple of years ago, uh, I do remember watching the uh, the adverts that you did with uh, the England rugby team, and yes. obviously things have gone very well from those training sessions you took. I know. And uh, well the done. World cup so fun of this weekend, yeah. so well done for your part yeah, in that. Um, what would you do now for our beloved Arsenal? Oh, don't... Uh, <laughs> Well, I, I, I almost know. didn't want to bring it up, but it does know. lead on to the next question of how, if there's like a midweek game and you're on tour, how would you how would you lift yourself after you something? No, or or would you just not watch Monday. it?
1: I was doing a gig on Monday, Monday night. I was doing two shows. So it you went on stage after like, that. Yeah, I I started the show and I came off at half-time and watched 20 minutes of that and they literally scored as I was about to go back on stage. And I don't know why I do it. My tour manager says, don't do it, don't watch it because whenever you watch (laughs) it and they start to lose, you go on and for the first 15 minutes of the second half, you're miserable.
0: Just distant. Yeah, like I do
1: audience bits and I'm really aggressive with the audience. (laughs) I'm like, that's not me. Shut up, mate. So I should just not watch, I really shouldn't watch them, especially when it's like, you know, Sheffield United on a Monday night. Like, that uh, that is a banana skin if ever I saw one for Arsenal. So just avoid watching It's them. the
2: kind of one where you're almost a fool for having turned it on hoping that something was going to happen because it was always there on the fixture list. Just
1: We have all the players... There yep. is a squad there that should be challenging for the top four, so it's that em- Dick Emery's fault. <laughs> he needs to sort it out or go.
0: Don't worry, you guys will be in Europe next year, if yeah. there's a war. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. Uh, just one thing about uh, the shows you are talking about as well. Uh, uh, this is something I read on Twitter, and I don't know if it is 100% true, but is, am I right in I'm saying... Normally
1: on Twitter it is. It's, so. no, well, it is 100%. Um,
0: am I writing in thinking that someone was, a couple were thrown out of your show for having a bit of nookie?
1: Uh, yes. It, this is a Christmas panky show. Thank you. Thank you. My panky. father would say, there we are. There's a phrase that um, creeps into my life that I use. And I'm like, oh, I've just said a phrase of my father's. Thank you, thank you. Were you, or, you aware of Rumpy it at the Pumpy? time? Um, when, when,
0: you were, when you were on stage? I thought it was a
1: fight. I genuinely thought there was a fight happening in the in the audience because I heard this kind of ruckus and then some people being taken out. And then afterwards I said, why were they fighting? And they went, uh, they were not fighting. <laughs> <laughs> they were, in fact, the opposite of fighting. <laughs> they were making up. Uh, and uh, yeah. Yeah, it it was a show with my dad.
0: So your dad was on stage with you?
1: He was on stage with me, and clearly there was a couple in the audience uh, that gets the rocks off. Uh, And watching a 79-year-old man tell long-winded anecdotes (laughs) about... theatre stars of the 1970s and 80s. Um, it's it's so weird. Isn't that weird, And now though? I'm really worried on tour that it might... I, I don't want it to become a thing, but it is out there now and I've talked about it. Like the Mao High Club. No. Doing do it go, do a Jack White Whitehall yeah. Like, Please, if you're coming to one of my shows, just try to just wait to the end. Do a Whitehall. Yeah. That's what it could be called. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Your mother and I did a Whitehall back in the uh, <laughs> yeah. mid-2000s. I'm worried about meeting a child in, like, you know... 10, 15 years time that comes up to me and is like you'll never guess where I was conceived bath spa yeah
2: <laughs> Jack this will probably be one of the worst final questions you ever get in an interview but uh, my wife sent me a text from work this morning saying don't forget to touch up your wart for Jack Whitehall Oh dear. can you see the wart on my face Uh,
1: Have you ever been asked that before? Jay? No, because it's hard because I don't want to commit to say I can see something and then you <laughs> go that's not a wart, no, that's that like that a war, little pimple. No.
2: It's in the tash. Can you see it? Oh no, I can't. Then I Have thought you... it was in the beard. No, 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 no that's, that's, that's something mold, else. That's something else. Yeah. <laughs> go that's a great so, place to get it, though. Yeah, isn't it great? It's yeah. great. That's the beard, covers everything. Thank like you it. very much. To be What's fair, though, it has like? been
0: popping out. It's been popping out during interviews. I don't interviews touch and it cast. up for
2: him, but knowing that you were coming into that, I kind no, of thought, well, it, I don't want him to see really me good. walk. So, What's the product, the product you've been using on it? Uh, it's her eyebrow pencil. Eyebrow pencil. Ooh. Oh, wow. Nice. Yeah, yeah, you I on must tour tell you. I think
1: it looks very distinguished. Thank
2: you very much. What's its name? Walter. 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 one of the Absolute Radio.
1: Mike covers
2: onto it and then speaking of that final question this is the final question um what kind of merch can we get at the jack whitehall tour because we have some home time merch oh, in nice. uh, a home time tea well, towel do you know
1: what i'm trying to get and trying to sort out and hopefully i'll be able to sort it out in time so on the show with my dad we got given this looktep doll which is this um doll that my dad um Christened Winston, and then has travelled with us for three seasons of the show. Okay, and it's this very creepy little doll. But now a lot of people come up to me and ask about Winston, so I'm trying to get Winston dolls made up so that I can um, sell them on tour.
0: Start with tea towels, Jack. Start with tea towels and work work your way up. up. Look at that. I mean, would you like to take this on tour with you? I mean, you're going to be doing your own dishes and stuff. You need to mop down your your, your prints off. Got on it. It hasn't got wart in it, (laughs) but it'd
2: be very good to hide a hairdryer in. Yeah, if
0: you were taking your prints off a hairdryer before there's any police investigation.
2: There you go. I'll get the wart in here. That's right.
0: Richie's wart on the side of his face there. (laughs) There we are. Jack Wyhall, thank you so much for coming on. You can get tickets for the (laughs) stood-up tour right now from the Absolute Radio ticket store, absoluteradio.co.uk slash tickets. Uh, Mate, have a good one. Thank you so much for coming in. Yeah,
1: very nice to speak to you guys.